0: Welcome to No Green Eggs, a podcast about nothing and everything. We're not here to take jabs at the infamous Dr. Seuss. This is a show where I tell stories, share some original works, And dive into topics like art, pop culture, weird inventions, and anything having to do with cubby-wubby room-room tea. So sit back, put on some clothes, and listen to the just-okay sounds of your host, me, Sam-I-Am. Here we go. Welcome to another week of No Green Eggs, everybody. Thanks for joining me. I might sound a little weird because I have a cold. Boo. I actually had a double whammy. I had a root canal, a surprise root canal that wasn't planned on, that wasn't fun, and uh, a cold, a sore throat. And in fact, it got to the point where I couldn't even speak uh, as of yesterday. That's why this episode is late. I couldn't talk. It actually hurt, It physically hurt, to talk, and it, it kind of hurts right now because of the the tooth surgery. But I'm I'm gonna power through as much as I can. Do have some ibuprofen in me and some uh, amoxicillin. So I'm. It's actually a kind of a, a neat thing. Like not neat. It's just a, a happy coincidence that I got sick after I got a root canal and I was given amoxicillin. So. Basically, it's taking care of two different things. I am doing better than I was, but that's why my voice kind of sounds the way it does. I don't know. It might sound actually kind of sexier. What do you think? Uh, I don't think so. Yes? No? I can't hear you. Okay, so I haven't done this in a while. I actually wanted to share a couple funny stories. Uh, not, not personal stories. These are actually like weird stories, kind of like uh, how I used to do with the, the weird inventions and stuff like that. I haven't done that in a while, so i wanted to tell you about something that is actually very recent it was actually in the news and you may have heard of it but maybe you don't know all the details this is about a man who went missing uh just a couple days ago actually i think last week and let me tell you about this man so it this was in turkey this man who was a construction worker went out with a bunch of friends and was drinking and having a really good time and somehow made it out into a forest late at night. Just wandered out into the forest, didn't tell anybody where he went. And his family ended up calling the police. Because when they when they contacted the friends that he was out with, they said they have no idea where he was. They thought he went home. Home says, no, he's not here. So they called the police and said, this man is missing. And so you have... Emergency services, you have family members, you have some of the friends that he was out with, all go out into this area, which is a forest, I guess around where they were drinking, and they go through this whole search. And what happens is, this man, whose name is Bayan Mutlu, 50 years old, he ends up seeing a bunch of people in the forest, and ends up walking with them. He joins the group and they say that they're looking for somebody. And so he joins them in the search for himself. And he spends hours. And the only reason he didn't know it was for him, other than the fact that he was you know, probably still drunk, no one called out his name until someone finally did. Someone in the search party yelled out Mutlu in the woods. And he turned to them and said, who are we looking for? I'm right here. And <laughs> everyone <laughs> turned to him and realized that this was the person that they were looking for. And he was in the group. This is hours through the dark of night. They were looking for the man who was standing right next to them, also looking for himself without knowing that they were looking. He, he went to, uh, or you know, obviously the police were there, so he had to be interviewed you know, they had had to fill out a report and stuff like that. And uh, there were also papers there. And one paper actually went to him and and he's like, there was really no need for them to look for me. I wasn't missing. (laughs) I knew where I was. And he's like, basically, I'm paying for my friend's mistakes. What happened here is all like a joke. That's what uh, his statement was to the police. (laughs) So authorities gave him a ride home. Nothing has been said about, you know, whether or not he's going to be fined for this because, you know, they had a search party. They had emergency services looking for him for hours. And it's all because he didn't realize. I mean, the man was drunk and he went out and just, I guess, just went out without telling anybody where he was going. So it is his fault, but it's not technically his fault that they called emergency services to look for him. He just probably should, you know, phoned home. Once in a while. Uh, Apparently, he didn't have a cell phone with him. So that no one could reach him. Or he did. And it was, you know, just he couldn't hear it. Who knows? (laughs) This isn't the first time this has happened. To Mutlu, yes, it is. But this actually happened back in 2012 in Iceland. Where an Asian tourist was reported missing. So what happened was there was like a a tour group in Iceland. And this uh, young woman was with this group. That I guess they were going through like some nature preserve or something and somehow got separated from the group. So what happened was they, w- they took like a bus to this area. Everyone got off the bus. Everyone was sightseeing and stuff like that. And she broke away from the group. And in the midst of breaking away, she also changed her clothes. Why? I don't know. I can't find that. <laughs> she doesn't even give any reason for doing it. So when she returned to the bus, in a different outfit, no one recognized her, right? And I, I guess they didn't take a headcount, but they immediately labeled her as missing. Like, if you're on a school trip and you're in a bus, they take a head count, you know? And, and usually the teachers know all their students so they, they can know who's there and who isn't. But you take a headcount first and then you figure out who isn't there, right? They didn't do that, apparently. They had all the people they needed, but this woman was dressed differently than she was beforehand. So they didn't know who she was. So there was a description of the missing person. was It was offered uh, to everybody in the bus and, and to emergency services again. And all it said was Asian, dark clothing, and speaks English well. Okay. So she didn't think that that was her because that's all they gave a description of. They didn't give a name. They didn't give anything. They just like, oh, all right, let's go search. So she joined the search just like Mutlu did. But this, of course, is in 2012. So she, again, this is late at night, and it's taking hours. They had, the Coast Guard was preparing a helicopter for the search. And what happened was around 3 a.m. on a Sunday, the search party finally realized that the woman they were looking for was with them all along. She was later quoted as saying she had no idea that she was missing. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it just seems like there's just, I don't know, a, a simple, hey, I don't know. In this circumstance, is a little bit different than Mulu. I mean, this is, they're all tourists, so no one knew. Obviously, she went by herself. So if there was a family member on the bus, they would have said, oh, yeah, that's, you know, my sister or my wife or whatever. But they didn't. So that, that makes more sense than the Mulu situation. Mulu should have just told a friend where he was going or phoned, you know, that was that was different the the other thing about mulu that doesn't make sense is he had family members searching for him you know and friends why, why did they not recognize him <laughs> i don't know it was a dark night who knows but uh yeah this uh poor woman ended up uh i unfortunately it doesn't say like what happened like do these people get fined for something like this i mean you have the coast guard ready they're searching for you but you're there you're not missing. And again, it wasn't her fault though. But why did she change her clothes? That is, that is the mystery. <laughs> no one recognized her because she changed her clothes. Uh, that's so terrible. But hey, I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, so, uh, like I said before, I am a little wiped out. Uh, it actually kind of hurts to talk now. But I wanted to mention that things for the podcast are actually going to be changing. I took the step just recently of trying to figure out a way to make this better for all of you. At first, this was a podcast that was you know, just a goof around. It, it was just something I wanted to do, and it wasn't for everybody, but as it progressed and as the sound quality got better and as things got better and as I was kind of giving a feel for things and getting used to different situations and started actually having guests and stuff. It became a lot more fun for me. I mean, it's always been fun, but now it's like, this is something I really want to do. So I was like, all right, I have a a bunch of listeners, you know, I probably have, there's probably like 50 of you over 17 different countries, but I want to actually keep doing this. And I want to get it to a point where, you know, I'm actually building something. So I actually took a step in taking like a, kind of like a masterclass. In, in this. And part of it was kind of figuring out exactly the the niche of the podcast. We're coming up in a year now that I'm doing this. Uh, and it, it's been ma- mainly stories about myself and, you know, kind of more like an introductory podcast. This year has been a little bit different, like this this second half of the year, I should say, has been different. It's been more guests and more stories and different themes and stuff like that. But it's I kind of have to like reign it in, and make it more about something that is more niche, you know, and it has to be more cohesive, and I want it to be more entertaining for not only you, but for, hopefully, you know, thousands of others. Uh, I would really like this to to take off, and I have really great support staff behind me, family and friends, and I have uh, a couple people that are actually supporting the podcast. So, I want to make this worthwhile for everybody. I am going to be honing it. And because there's, there's certain aspects of the, the show that people like, some, some they don't, but there are parts that they do like, and I can't really have a niche with all of those. Um, so what I figured I would do is come up with a, an overall niche, of art and creative, creativity and stuff like that inspiring others and building up other people but also have set segments for each week so one week will be about you know sharing writing and stories another week will be geared towards a guest uh, i have one particular in mind who i've had on the show before and we're actually working on doing more shows and i'm really excited to have them on more and they're excited as well so i think that's gonna be a lot of fun for everybody we had talked about actually setting up a new podcast but they're more comfortable with doing it on here so we're gonna have like a segment and uh, that will be announced later on we're trying to set up a a way to do this because we don't live in the same area so it's gonna be remote and we want it to be quality for you so that's gonna be a little bit of planning and then, you know, I'm going to have things... I still want to tell the fun stories because people love those. Uh, that seems to be like one of the best things that people like about the podcast. I didn't want to make the podcast just about that. I think it's just a nice little thing to add to it. This is a creative podcast. It's about me and, you know, the creative things that I do. But it's also about other people. Like, I want to let other people know about artists in the area. Artists they might not have heard of that you should. You know, we, we started Breakwater... My wife and i in order to encourage others to create and and to be able to find the time to do the things that they you know love to do as a hobby creativity is just something that that needs to be pursued by everybody it's just it's a great outlet it's a great way to you know share with others and so we wanted to create something that would help cultivate artists and to build them up and thankfully, thankfully We've been able to do that with a bunch of people and actually have stimulated conversations and creative projects and you know gotten people past barriers and life gets in the way and it's very hard to, it's almost, you, you kind of feel selfish, especially if you're an adult with a family and kids. It's almost like taking the time to do something creative that isn't making money, that isn't like a source of income for your family that you're trying to support, it almost feels like you're taken away from that, from like your family and you're you're just being selfish by doing this. But the fact of the matter is, it's kind of an important release. And if you actually have the need and desire to create something, uh, to write a book, to write a song, to paint something, and maybe even have a goal of making money from it. Because, you know, a side hustle is a side hustle. Any kind of income you're bringing into the family is supporting the family. If you can find the time to do it in a way that's not going to take away from your everyday activities, from your family, you know, because it's very important to, to be with your family and your friends and, and cultivate relationships. But if you can find a little bit of time, if you can notch out a little bit every day or a couple times a week to dedicate to creating something, then more power to you. And I think it's an important release, like I said, and it's a very good thing for your soul and for your mind and for your heart. And, you know, if it's something that you're passionate about, because if you get into the daily grind of things and it can, like life does have its challenges and it does have its, just like the daily routine, you got to break it up a little bit. So if you're able to, if like, if you have a punching bag at home, and you just take out like a stress of a day on a punching bag and working out and going for a run or something like that. It's kind of the same thing. Like you need your mind to, to kind of get stuff out. And if you're able to push that into something creative, like an art project or building something, then it's, it's really good for you. It's good for your soul and it's good for everyone around you. Because if you're just tightly wound with the daily pressures and the daily grind, it can wear you out. You know, and if you can get your family involved in it, like you have like a paint night, you know, have a thing or you can get like these cheap little easels on Amazon. You get these little tiny easels. They're little tabletop easels. Get the, um, <laughs> I can't think of it. <laughs> what is it called? It's something you're painted on. All right. Just get the material to paint on. Get little paint kits and have like a paint night, you know, put on some some music and then have like a theme, like even get a picture and say, paint that, you know, take a picture of the sunset or something, get a picture of a boat on a lake, and then have like a little painting contest and just have just a little exercise in painting, you know, do something like that. You can even do something like a karaoke night with your family, just something to just get everyone involved, get everyone creating something. You know, we do um, writing prompts. Here's an idea. And you can do that for anything. Like you can do a writing prompt that can also be a visual art or create a song out of it. And so we've, we've done this in the past and you know we continue to do it every once in a while. We send out a writing prompt to our group and say, here, create from this whatever you're motivated to do. It doesn't have to be a writing project. And, and do it. And it actually gets people to actually do something. Because maybe they had a mental block and they didn't know what to create. And, but if they have this little thing, this little fun little blurb of some kind of prompt, they kind of get something clicks in them. And they're like, oh, I'm going to do this. So do what you can to create. I'm excited about what's going to happen and I'm excited because it's going to be more fulfilling for you and it's going to make it easier for you to tell people about it because it's just like, well, what's the show about? Well, it's about, I don't know, nothing and everything. It's kind of like the Seidenfeld of podcasts. You know, not everyone's looking for that. Everyone, I find like some of the episodes of podcasts that I listen to are some of the shows. There's something about it that grabs me. And it's usually it's because it's like there's some kind of theme to it. There are podcasts that are like ran by people in the public. So you know who they are. So you're actually going to them because you're entertained by them in some other way. So you're like, oh, I want to see this. And you're like, I want to find out more about them and about their life. So that's why you, you go to them. Well, no one knows me right now. You know, I'm not out there in the world yet. So things are going to be changing a little bit as far as the way it's structured. But there's still going to be all the stuff that you love. I'm still going to put in my writing. You know, I'm going to have a time where I'm sharing some of the stuff that I do. But I wanted to make this more streamlined as far as like a cohesive theme. It's going to be great for everybody. I've found over the year that I've been doing this. And the more I do it, the more I love it. And the more I want to do it going forward. You know, I started another podcast with a friend who is also on the same boat as me and it's like oh well, I, I really like this i really want to keep doing it and so i'm i'm also you know i also did this master class i'm doing this master class right now because i want to help him out as well and help out our other podcast and that, so that's that's where we are and where we're going is a bright future i know it's going to be more empowering for everybody if you want you can tell me your favorite parts of the shows you know, is there a particular episode or a segment of the episodes that you really like and you want to see more of? What are you entertained by? Those of you that are listening and continue to come back to listen, what's your favorite part of this? Is there something in particular that you really like? Because I want to make sure that I'm still offering that because I'm going to have to weed through things and like push things out of the way. But if you're interested in this stuff, then I would really like to know. Go to nogreeneggs.com, and go to the comment section, go on Instagram and message me. It's no green eggs podcast. And it's the same on Facebook, no green eggs podcast. There's a community and there's a a page. Go on there. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like, because that'll help too. Like if, if I get enough people saying, well, this, we don't like this. Good. Then I can take it out, simplify it even more. So until next time, see you, not see you. Thank you for listening to No Green Eggs. Please remember to like and subscribe on whichever platform you're using to listen to us. The producer for the show is Eovino Consulting, which are also the editors, contributors, writers, food suppliers, bathroom cleaners, and overall everything of the podcast. The musical director is Donnie Ronaldo. You can check out his work on YouTube, Spotify, under Project Meld by Dominic Ronaldo. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Green Eggs Podcast, and visit nogreeneggs.com to stay up to date with latest information and to find out how you can support the podcast. Thank you for listening.